You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by Dr. Robin Chukkan is The Microbiome Solution, A Radical New Way to Heal Your Body from the Inside Out. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Chukkan. Thanks so much for having me. So tell us exactly what is the microbiome and why does it matter to us? The microbiome refers to the literally trillions of organisms that live in and on our bodies. So mostly bacteria, but also viruses and worms and parasites and various things. And it's important because we are just now realizing in the last dozen years or so that our health is inextricably intertwined with the health of our microbiome. And if our microbes aren't healthy, it's very difficult for us to be healthy. Can you talk about a condition called dysbiosis? It strikes me as really strange that our the bacteria inside of us can get sick just the same way we do. Dysbiosis refers to an imbalance within our microbiome where there is overrepresentation of some species, usually the ones that are not so helpful, and underrepresentation of other species, usually the ones that are helpful. And so when our microbiome is off, it means many of our bodily functions, digestion, our immune system, etc., are also off. And it can lead to physical manifestations like gas and bloating and diarrhea and fatigue, but it can also lead to disease down the road, to autoimmune disease like Crohn's and colitis and MS and diabetes and so on. So this concept of dysbiosis covers a broad range of things from the food we eat that can disrupt our microbiome to the medications we take, primarily antibiotics, to the environmental factors of pesticides and other things in our environment that affect us and affect our microbes. Your book is called The Live Dirty, Eat Clean uh, Lifestyle, and, and it espouses this. And this comes from what we now understand to be, I guess, the downside of cleanliness. Back in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, the idea of getting clean water and clean air and cleaning up the cities and getting the sewage out of our lives saved millions and millions of lives. But now we're having a kind of blowback from that. So explain a little bit about why that happened and what we can do about it. We really have. We've kind of super sanitized ourselves, and now we're going backwards. And you're absolutely right. Putting chlorine in the water helped to prevent outbreaks of cholera and that sort of thing. And there's no question that sanitation is a good idea, but there's also such a thing as too clean. We've really sterilized our homes. And we look at some of the products that we're using in our homes they're really problematic for our microbiome. When we come into contact with them, they really decimate the healthy microbes on our skin that keep our skin healthy. And we're seeing rising rates of eczema and psoriasis and acne and skin problems with the rise of a lot of these products. So it's great to, again, not be in a situation like we were in the turn of the century where there's sewage in the streets and so on. But we've really gotten too clean, particularly in our personal care products and our household where we're using really harmful products that are stripping away our microbes and uh, they're just not necessary most of the time. Something else that isn't necessary much of the time are the prescriptions from antibiotics that we get. Used to be that um, if you had a cold or some kind of virus, they'd prescribe an antibiotic. Tell us what the upshot of that is and whether what we can do about it. 
conservative estimates suggest that more than half of all antibiotic use is unnecessary. And the U.S. is the number one consumer of antibiotics per capita worldwide. I think India uses more antibiotics than anyone else, but per capita, it's the U.S. And again, much of which is unnecessary. So when you give an antibiotic for a common cold or a sinus infection that's probably viral, it's not just that the antibiotic isn't going to work. It's that the antibiotic is going to remove a lot of your gut bacteria, up to a third in a five-day course of broad-spectrum antibiotics. And those bacteria that the antibiotic is removing are essential for our health and well-being, and it can take literally years for them to come back in sufficient quantities. So it's not just that, oh, well, this doesn't really work, which is what we used to think as physicians, and many still do. We'd think, well... This probably won't help, but why don't you try it anyway? We can't take that approach with antibiotics anymore. And besides the individual threat to our health, there's a threat to society with resistant superbugs. We're on the verge of being plunged back into the pre-1930s before we had penicillin because most of our antibiotics don't work anymore. The bacteria are resistant, and that's really a result, a direct result of overprescription. So there's an individual threat to our health, what it means to our individual microbiome, and then there's a larger threat to society where we're, in the, we're about to have a situation where these drugs are rendered useless because all the bacteria are resistant. How can we, what are your tips for everyday uh, changes we can make to our diet and our lifestyle to help us get a healthier microbiome? From a dietary point of view, my number one tip is eat more plants. In the book, I talk about the one, two, three rule, one vegetable at breakfast, two vegetables at lunch, three at dinner. My favorite in the morning is a green smoothie, and then for lunch, it's easy, a salad, and then for dinner, a couple roasted vegetables in addition to a side salad. But eating more indigestible plant fiber in the form of vegetables is a great way to boost your microbiome and, as a result, your immunity, et cetera. From a lifestyle point of view, something really simple, open a window, let some germs in. We don't have to live in this hermetically sealed environment. Open a window and bring some plants into your house. Even better, start a garden, dig in the dirt, grow some plants to eat. Getting a pet can be a great idea. A dog can bring in a lot of microbes uh, into your environment. And studies show that kids who have dogs actually end up on fewer antibiotics and tend to have fewer allergies. So um, that's another sort of environmental tip. And then, you know, the biggest tip is clearly judicious use, not just of antibiotics, but of other medications that can affect your microbiome, like acid-suppressing drugs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, hormones, steroids, there are lots of them out there. I've been speaking with Dr. Robin Chukan. Her new book is The Microbiome Solution, A Radical New Way to Heal Your Body from the Inside Out. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Chukan. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.